Let's start off with a fun fact. In last week's episode, I said the word er 127 times in 20 minutes. Pretty impressive. Cue the theme tune. In an effort to, um, have already said, um, in an effort to improve my podcasting skills, because that's what this whole thing is about, is trying to improve my podcasting skills. Why do something if you're not going to try and get better at it? Uh, one of the things I try to think about when I'm recording is how many times I say the word, uh, uh or at least I try to not say the word, uh, I don't count them as I'm going along. That'd be crazy. I'd not get a chance to do anything else. So I, found a piece of software called Descript. Uh, you probably heard of it. I just said it uh, again. I'm going to be very conscious of it in this episode. And in, in that uh, piece of software, what you do, basically, it makes a transcript of your uh, voice recording and you can see what the words that you said. And the idea is you can edit those words using uh, just text. So you'll see how many times you said, uh, and there's a button you can press that will remove all the times that you said, uh, and when I pressed that button last week after the recording, I'd said uh, 127 times, which was way more than I thought I had. I'd already been through and edited all of the errors out. Um, that's how many times I said it that I didn't even notice I'd said it. It's quite annoying, actually. It's a really, uh, it's a really annoying word to say. And I've said it loads of times already. I can, I can... Uh, I, I, I'm more conscious of it now. So this week's episode, I'm going to try my hardest not to say the word er. I'm going to correct myself if I do. And then what I'll do, I'll post in the show notes afterwards how many times I said er uh, in, uh, after I used Descript to find that out. Uh, it should be interesting. Let's see if I can beat 127, as in less, not more. That the Beating it in this instance isn't more, it's less. Okay? So... Um, I've already said it. See, I said I'd say it a million times. What happened this week? Uh, well, this week, uh, a few things happened. I said it again. I'm going to keep saying that now. It's going to annoy me even more now that I'm pointing it out. This week, uh, a, a few things happened. Uh, mostly, we went away uh, for just a night. We went and stayed in a bell tent in a little town called Richmond. We've been promising the kids for a long time that we'd take them away and let them stay in a bell tent because me and my wife did for our 10th wedding anniversary uh, last year. We uh, we basically went in this uh, bell tent. It was it was in the middle of nowhere. It's great. We, we very much like camping. Uh, the whole family do. That's why for us staying in a bell tent is a nice thing to do. Uh, we, it had a hot tub, it had a barbecue, it had everything that we wanted. It was great. Uh, moving on to now, we we promised the kids that we'd take them. So an uh, opportunity came up where we're both off work at the same time. So we booked um, a holiday in a bell tent. Uh, it was actually a, a fishing lake that we went to, which obviously none of us were fishing. Although it turns out that my daughter really wants to try fishing, so might give it a go. I used to fish when I was younger. Uh, I don't know if I can remember half of what I used to do back then, but uh, let's let's we'll, we'll try one day maybe. Um, I said um again. We then so when we're in this bell tent, we uh, well on the way there we uh, stopped off for some food at uh, just like an outlet mall. It wasn't anything special. It wasn't even a motorway service station. It was an outlet mall. And we went to the food court there. And the beauty of a food court 
is there's lots of different things. So if everybody wants something different, which we always do, uh, there's no argument. You can just go and pick the food up from all the different places. I, in my infinite wisdom, thought, you know what? I fancy fish and chips. I'll go to Harry Ramsden's. Are you allowed to talk about things on a podcast like name, brands? I don't see why not. Uh, I don't care. Uh, I went to Harry Ramsden's and whilst I was there, I ordered uh, fish and chips. Uh, not even a large fish and chips. I ordered a medium fish and chips, a buttered muffin and a tub of gravy. Oh, and, a, and I must have ordered a drink. I don't remember, but I must have ordered a drink. It was £24. £24 for fish and chips for one person. Now, fortunately, I heard him say £24, because usually I am the worst person in the world in a shop. I just tap my card or tap my phone, whatever I'm doing, and leave. And usually afterwards I go, oh, that's how much that was. And it's a terrible habit because you should check these things. Luckily, I heard him say it and I, I said, are you sure that it's £24? Have I ordered incorrectly? And, it, and the answer was, well, it's all individual items, isn't it? So, well, yes, I didn't want it all mushed up was kind of what I responded. And he, he said, no, what I mean is, is you've bought chips separate, fish separate, You've bought um, gravy separate and, and so on and so forth. And I was like, well, no, I just told you what I wanted. I didn't like, it doesn't say anything. There were no signs anywhere saying there was a meal. All it had was individual items. So I said, well, I mean, it says right there on the counter, there is a sign on the counter. Uh, it's essentially just a piece of paper that's been printed out. And it says on the counter, fish and chips, six ninety nine. So, so I said, well, I asked for fish and chips, and it says there that it's six ninety nine, and and he went, yeah, but you didn't say you wanted as a meal. You just asked for fish, and you asked for chips. I, I asked for fish and chips, which is what it says on there. And he said, well, I could do you the meal, but you have to say you want a meal. So at this point, I decided. I probably don't want to eat at Harry Ramsden's. I have a feeling that my food is going to come not very well made. I mean, I'm always disappointed in it anyway, whenever I've been in the past, because it is not what it used to be, uh, as I remember growing up from my childhood. So, yeah, I just left and went to, like, the the local It's Not KFC place, um, which was quite good, actually. Uh, but, yeah, Harry Ramsden's, £24 for fish and chips, unless you use the word meal, uh, which you'd think people would be able to work out. But, hey... Anyway, we get to the campsite that we're staying at. Uh, it, it at first glance, not gonna lie, I didn't want to stay. So we would we we pulled up in the car. Uh, it looked good actually when we pulled up in the car. I got out the car. I walked round a corner to where the sign for reception was um, pointing, and it was. I don't even know how to describe it. I wish I'd have taken pictures so I could show you. Uh, it was essentially just a really big hut with big plastic see-through sides that had been attached like an like an awning and it was just piled with essentially garbage it looked like a hoarder's paradise it was just stuff upon stuff upon stuff i could see mattresses i could see bedding that was moldy and old and the, the whole place looked terrible anyway we'd booked we'd paid so i walked in through the, the little curtain thing that they have to get in and greeted by two guys who I instantly got serial killer vibe off them. You know, you know when you're watching a movie and they go to a hotel and the guy behind the hotel is well, you you just like yeah, you you should probably run right now. Um, the, you know, at the reception, and I got that vibe from both of them. I was like, mm, do we just pretend if we found the wrong place and go and find somewhere else to stay? Anyway, 
I thought, nope, given the benefit of the doubt, appearances aren't everything. I am being completely judgmental. Let's see how it goes. Anyway, first thing out uh, one of one of them's mouth was, are you glampers? I was like, uh, well, we've hired a bell tent. Does that make us glampers? I don't know. Uh, he went, yeah, you're a glamper. So I'm like, okay, thank you. Uh, yes, I guess we're glampers then. And he said, right, I'll show you where you're staying. And from that point on, they were lovely. They were absolutely amazing. So as I said, first impressions aren't everything. The the place was amazing. Uh, it was it was a, a tent by a lake. They they were really nice people. They had a little shop that they'd set up, which they had like an honor system, so you could just go and take what you wanted and put in what you wanted. And you just had a little book that you wrote down what you'd taken, so that. They could replenish it as necessary. It was actually amazing. We will absolutely go again. Uh, the children both asked if we could go and stay at this place again. So, yeah, don't always take your first impression for things, I suppose, is what I'm saying there. Interesting while I was there, if you want a funny story of while I was there. Uh, he, he, said, he said to us, basically, you go down this path, right? Let's just imagine it's one long straight path. It's, it, it, it wasn't, but I can't describe it. It's one long straight path. He said, you get halfway down the path and there's a makeshift toilet. The proper toilets are over here on the other campsite, on the on the main campsite for uh, caravans and tents, you know, the actual pitches. Um, but we the, the bell tents are a little bit further out on the opposite side of the lake, so we've made a makeshift toilet. Uh, it's You'll see it, there's some, there's a dinosaur and there's an elephant. There's like, um, they're the rides that you sit on uh, and you put 50p in and it goes backwards and forwards when, when you were a kid. Basically, old ones are them that weren't working anymore, just to mark the the area. So we're walking down, and I, I saw it. I was like, okay, that's where the toilet is. That's fine. It's just a wooded area with trees. Uh, so I was like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. It's all right. It's like the um, like my wife and my daughter might struggle a bit with that, but they could always walk to the other toilets if necessary. Uh, I could even, because we were going out as well while we were there, so I could even just stop there on the way back in and let them go to the loo. So... We got there, we started unpacking, I needed the toilet. I'd been driving in the car for two hours. I really, really needed the toilet. So I said, I'm just going to go and use the makeshift loo. So I disappears, goes, goes running down the path and I get to the makeshift loo. I look around. There's a tent not far away. I thought it was a bit weird because if one of them pucks their head out of that tent, they're going to see me peeing on a tree. And I wasn't I wasn't too comfortable with that. So I sort of walked a little bit into the woods, You know, sort of tried to hide myself away a little bit and... Um, I had a pee in in the woods on a tree, you know, like like you do. And I came back, everything was fine. I was so talking to the wife, uh, she said that she needs a toilet and decided to take our daughter with us, uh, with her uh, at the same time, because why not? Both, both people at the same time is a good idea. So anyway, they disappeared and they came back. And the first thing she said was, that makeshift lose all right, isn't it? I was like what are you talking about? She said, it's not too bad. She's like, I thought it was just going to be a bunch of trees and you'd have to crouch down in the trees. And, and <laughs> so I, I instantly thought, oh no. So, that, so I said, what, what, what do you mean? Uh, she said, "It's." she just looked at me and she went, the makeshift loo is okay, isn't it? I don't know how I can say it any different. So, so I said, I peed up against a tree. She, she just looked at me, she said, you're an idiot. I'm like, why am I an idiot? She said, did you not follow the path when you went through the trees? Because there is a bit of a path. I was like, yeah. She said, and there's a gate at the end of the path. I was like, yeah, that goes into the next farmer's field. <laughs> She's like, no, it doesn't. You open that gate, you go through. There's a cabin with toilets, a sink, a refrigerator, <laughs> a microwave. 
um, proper toilets, hand dryers, everything was there. It was by makeshift loo, we meant they converted a cabin into a toilet instead of an actual stone block. So, yeah, peed on a tree, nearly got caught. Absolutely no reason to do so. Mostly this week for entertainment, I actually haven't really watched anything. I haven't done much, really. I've been working on something for this podcast, actually, which I'll tell you about in just a few moments. Uh, The only thing I did do that uh, was for entertainment purposes uh, was... uh, So recently I've been getting into... Um, I mean, it's something that pretty much everybody does, but I don't know why I only just recently started doing it. I've been watching uh, like YouTubers play video games because I, I don't get the time to play video games. I don't have a games console. I don't have a PC. Uh, well, I, I do have a game. I, I have a Switch. So if it's a Switch game, I can play it myself. Um, but I don't really um, play video games very often. I'd love to. I just I genuinely just don't have the time. Uh, but what I can do is I can fit in between uh, watching other people play them, uh, which works really well. So I've been going back, uh, over looking at over the years, all the video games that I would have liked to play and uh, just picked a YouTuber and started watching uh, watching that YouTuber play them. Um, one of my favourite um, YouTubers I've found recently is um, it's called The Rad Brad. I'll leave a link in the show notes, actually, to um, his page. It's quite good. Very nice guy, it sounds like. Very genuine. So I, that's why I kind of like watching it. It's, he, he shuts up during cutscenes in video games. He is appreciative of his audience, all that kind of stuff. He even talks about his family while he's doing it. So it's just nice. You almost get a little bit of a connection, a bit like you do with people in a podcast. Um, so this week, I watched him play uh, Detroit Become Human. Um, again, game I would have played if I'd have had a console at the time. Turns out it's a really good game. I, it's nothing like I expected it to be. I I didn't realize it was such a, a, a like a narrative driven game, and that there was multiple different endings and paths to every single section of it. It makes it quite hard to uh, to fully complete the game, I suppose, really, because you have to make decisions that you wouldn't normally want to make. Uh, it's good. It's a good game to watch. Uh, probably an even better game to play, but I'll never know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the thing I've been working on uh, this week, well, I say this week, mostly, I've been working on it for about two to three weeks now, and that is the uh, the, the new, which I know I've said this a thousand times, but I promise you this is the one that's staying, uh, the new that's a freebie.com. It should... It should be all up and running by the time you hear this. As of recording right now, it is up and running. I can visit it. Uh, it's just waiting for the security certificate for the website to um, to propagate across the uh, web through the DNS servers and whatnot. Um, but once that is up and running, you'll be able to go to that's freebie.com. That's T-H-A-T-S-F-R-E-E-B-E-E dot com uh, and you'll be able to see the brand new website i've spent two to three weeks designing it and learning how to build it uh what i wanted to do i actually wanted to build it using wordpress because i've always wanted to use wordpress i'm quite i'm quite good with most of the other website builders out there that are available i've built many websites um, using them i've just never used wordpress and still to this day i cannot get my head around wordpress it's like You've got a website builder, then you have to install another website builder on top of it. But you don't have to do that. But then if you don't do that, it doesn't make sense. I, I just It's just clearly something in my head that isn't clicking with it. So I spent at least a week trying to learn 
how to build a website in WordPress. Then I looked at all the visual editors that are available, like Elementor and things like that. And I gave up because it was just, it was a frustration. And then I managed to build the website in Squarespace uh, in like three days. And then I've just spent the, the, the next like six or seven days refining it, making sure it it has a logical flow, all that kind of stuff. So now you can go on the website. You basically, the, you're presented with a player that will show you the latest episode of the show. Uh, and then you can click on more shows and you can see every episode. So you can play the episodes directly on the website. There's buttons to subscribe in all of your favorite podcast um, clients and um, there's a the, the buttons on there for donating. Everything is there that was previously there. And there's now a nice box right in the middle of the website that says, ask a question. Uh, so you can just go on there, fill in the box, ask me a question, and I'll I'll answer it on the show. I'll uh, read out your jokes, I'll, all of the usual things. You know, send me your favorite jokes, send me your um questions everything i will read out on the show as usual uh but yeah the all new that's a freebie.com and it is staying no changes are coming uh i promise i realize i've said that several times before but this time it is the final version of the website so this week's uh annoyance so the thing that's been annoying me uh over the course of I mean, I say the week, but obviously it's not the week. It's something that plays on my mind a lot. Usually something in the week makes me think of this thing, like the previous ones that I've been through, uh, something in the week made me think of them. Um, uh, this week's is no different. Uh, and you'll be pleased to know that this week's, for once, isn't about cars. So it's not about cars or drivers or anything like that. Um, this one is just more of a, I don't know how to describe it, how the, the, the human condition, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the annoyance is our tendency as as people to want to assign blame to other people for things that happen, which is a really it's a pretty deep subject actually. There's a lot you could go into there, but so we we have things that happen in life that are just accidents. They are just inevitable. There's you know things go wrong, and I think we forget that sometimes as people, and we we forget that. Sometimes no one's to blame, even if someone, even if it was you know technically somebody's fault. I like that blaming them isn't helping the situation. Um, I'm always reminded of a situation to do with work years ago when I think about this subject. Um, in a in a previous job that I had, there was a situation where, um, it's it's hard to describe. I worked in a non-customer facing part of the company, but there was a customer facing part of the company, um. And basically, there was a manager that came storming into the into the room where a lot of us were working at the time, or into the area, and said, "Somebody's told this customer this, like whatever it was. I, I can't even remember what it was really. Uh, somebody's told this customer this, and then spent the next twenty minutes trying to work out whose fault it was." Like going around all the different things, because several people have been involved in this situation, apparently. Uh, going around trying to find out whose fault it was, right? Now, I was only there for a short period of time because it's, it wasn't the, the branch of the of the place where I usually work. I was just there uh, helping out. And I listened to him for 20 minutes and I got more and more fr frustrated because all he was doing, as the manager who, you know, this customer had asked to speak to, all he was doing was going around asking whose fault it was. So in the end, I got up and I said, does it really matter whose fault it is? 
at the moment, the whole situation is your fault because you've got a customer sat on the other side of that door waiting for you to give them an answer. And you already know the answer, but what you want to do is you want to find someone to blame so that you can go out there and say that it's this person's fault, not your fault. And it really doesn't matter to the customer. And, and, and it's the same with any situation in life. It doesn't matter whose fault it was a lot of the time. Because once you, if you think to yourself, like, once I find out whose fault it is, is it going to change anything? And if it isn't going to change anything, forget about it. It really doesn't matter. Just forget about it. It doesn't matter whose fault it is. I find it quite annoying that we as people, uh, and, and obviously this isn't everybody, but it, it, it's a lot of people. And I do it. Don't get me wrong. I am not immune to any of these things that I've been talking about. But I like to think that I will recognize that kind of behavior in myself eventually and say, okay, I need to stop doing that now and move on to the correct thing. And if I could just help one person this week think to themselves, yeah, does it really matter whose fault that was? Um, if it doesn't, move on. It's fine. doesn't matter. Um, speaking of uh, fault, I suppose, not really fault in this situation, but uh, my wife's been quite mad at me this week because of my sense of direction. Yeah, she's been really mad because I have no sense of direction. So I just pack my stuff up and write. 